0: what's up peeps um today is actually going to be a very deep episode um to say the least and i just wanted to give you guys a heads up before i get started we're going to speaking a lot about this idea of death and passing away and we're actually both telling funeral stories um so if your heart is really not in a like ready place for this i do recommend just taking some time and maybe coming back to this video but we do think it's a necessary conversation to have so um. Thank you so much for everyone who tunes in, and we just wanted to like really make sure you guys were loved and cared for. So, yeah, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hydration's key, man. You
1: gotta. It's, it's very important. Remember, kids, stay hydrated. Um, is it rolling? Yeah, of course it is. Oh wow, jeez, dude, you always know that you always got to start right in the middle of absolutely nothing, <laughs> just to. <laughs> oh man, just to get it going.
0: I'm going glasses off. Wow, glasses off today. Glasses off, dude. I try to look at the camera. Yeah, and then I was like, oh man, am I looking in the middle of the mm. camera? I can't tell anymore. Why? Because my glasses are off. What's up,
1: guys? <laughs> Welcome back to the Never Alone podcast. My name is Seth
0: Correll. <sighs> I'm Isaiah. He's he's Isaiah, man. Yeah, I am.
1: Welcome. He still got conviction about that, so it's good. It's still good. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, today's gonna be a, an interesting episode. Not not super fun topic, but uh, I think something that's definitely gonna be necessary. Um, just. Yeah, with how just hard life is, and how uh, easily it can be taken away, and all that stuff. Um, we're definitely just uh, we're gonna be talking about death today, and it's gonna be it's gonna be rough, and it's gonna be not not a fun time, but it's gonna be a time. So
0: yeah, yeah man. Um I I definitely think that with conversations like these, we don't take them lightly. Um, I think that even when i think about this idea of really being alone there's certain moments that stick out in my head when people like truly do feel alone no matter how tough they are like the toughest people in the world can easily in, in moments like these um feel like even with everyone there just like the the sense of like real just weight and emptiness at the same time yeah. and, and it's so weird and I think it's a very important conversation to be had, so I just appreciate anyone who's tuning in to listen. Yep. And um, by all means, if you need to take a break from listening to this, that's okay, I mean, but just know that we, we have nothing but the best intentions, and, and we just want to have a conversation about it because it is important.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I even think about, like, there's there's so much, like, healthiness that comes with, with death as well, um, and just kind of giving it a name giving it a face like it's it's all very um, it makes it a lot easier um, when it's being talked about and I think about like Mr. Rogers just bringing that up because uh, or like in, in his old TV show and it just talking about it something that kids really didn't know how to deal with and still might still don't know how to deal with because um, it's so new but just it, it's something that you know no matter if you're 2 years old Or 108 years old It's just something that kind of sucks Um but Yeah man uh, yeah. I heard you've been to a funeral or two <laughs>
0: I've actually been That I remember to Um only one And like I said It's it's not a Great story at all By like all means of like the reason that I actually had to go to one It's actually quite sad so I'll preface with that again, but it wasn't a funeral for somebody I knew. It was actually a funeral of my little brother's friends, which already just sets the the scene just off base. Like you yeah. know, you think you always like like I'll be ready for something, but this one definitely caught me off guard because mm-hmm. my little brother is only in high school, I believe. He was only sixteen at the time, mm-hmm. and for him to be going through it was it wasn't something i was prepared for as an older brother yeah or or just in general to get that call and just be like i i need support and the person who passed away was actually younger than him i think he was only 13 okay so like for me it was like my first experience of having to deal with death as an adult because i'm sure it happened in the past I, i have I think my coping strategy is blocking out certain memories, but this one was, like, like something I was like, all right, yeah, it's here. Um, something you're going through. And just that yeah. whole experience was something that stands out as, like, one of my worst memories. Like, just that, that time as a whole is... there's just a lot on stake, because at, at the heart of it, the child, he didn't pass away from natural means. He took his own life, which... Mm. Again, like, how does a 13-year-old even understand what that is? Yeah. And it really started to put things in perspective for me in, in two very distinct ways. First and foremost being that for someone going through it, for me to experience that for my little brother, and for me to have to be there for him, just even trying to understand what it means to, to really, like, love on somebody, because... He's he's a really tough dude and he grew up I think in a way where it's like he got tough really fast but I could tell in that moment he was actually hurt. Yeah. And I had I hadn't actually seen him hurt like that in a long time. And he asked me, he was like, well, "Was it my fault?" I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "I knew him. He was only 13. Did I forget to say something? Like did I not do enough? Like wh- wow. what did I do?" And Yeah. I remember because, like, at the time, I was in charge of driving him back and forth to school, and we were just in the car, and I'm bringing him to school, and we're on the highway, and I'm like, "What do I do in this moment?" Yeah. <laughs> and it it, it was just out the blue. Yeah, um, I think he that'd be crazy. He got a text message from his friend because it, it was like his friend's brother who died, mm-hmm. and he was just like, "This just happened." I don't know what to do and, and he asked a question like that and I'm like I'm that was before I was even <laughs> like back in faith. Like that was really yeah. like and I hadn't had any mentorship on, on any sort of like how do I how do I be a big brother, how do I do loving things and all this stuff. So I just went on intuition and I was like, No, like the no. <laughs> yeah. And I remember just like having to think <clears throat> in the moment of like, alright, Isaiah. He doesn't know how to handle this situation. He's heard you have to you have to do something. So I remember calling my dad, and I was just like, yeah, I'm not taking him to school. I'm turning around. I'm going back home. Mm. Um, I want him to be with me. And I took him with me to work that day, because that's all I could think of doing, because yeah. I still had work. And um bought him some candy. I was like, we'll go do something afterwards. Because at first, I didn't know how much it affected him. I thought it was just like... All right. He's hurt a little bit because it's the death in the fam. Yeah. But later on, I found out it, like, really impacted him, like, and he was just going through, like, so many thoughts. Yeah. And then it got to a point where he called my mom back up because my mom stays in North Carolina. We're up in Maryland. So, yeah, he calls my mom up. And then even that's just it's like a whole situation where, like, there's. The whole family together, brought together by this, like, death event. And everyone has their own opinions of, like, well, how do we help him? (laughs) You know, like, my mom has one. I have one. My dad has one. And now we're all, like, we're almost, we get to a point where we literally are fighting over, like, what to do in the situation. And then he blows up on all of us. He's the youngest, but almost the wisest in this situation. It's like, look, I'm hurting guys, and I really need you guys to just be loving right now. So we go to the, we eventually just get to the funeral and just seeing like the parents have to grieve that and like hearing the preacher sort of speak on like it wasn't you guys fault because even putting myself in the parents you like your 13 year old son just passed away because he yeah. thought life wasn't worth living like how yeah. do you how do you cope with that like there's yeah. no way in your head you're not thinking i could have done something yeah. or like why, why what didn't i know what did i do to cause this and i can't even imagine i remember my mom my, my little brother does an amazing job he he really goes up to his friends he's hugging everybody he's like I'm beyond proud of him and the way he handled that situation and I remember being next to my mom I'm like are you gonna go up to the cascade? and you know like go up to the mom cause she was like she sees the mom whose child passed away and she's trying to uh, she's just like man I feel for her so much I can't even imagine I'm like do you wanna go pay respects so I can go up there with you she's like I can't, Isaiah, like, I just, I can't. That's like seeing one of you guys in there. And she's, Mm. like, referencing, like, me and my brothers. And I think that's the moment where it really hit me up. Just, like, that really could have been one of us, you know, like, that. Because, like, I realized how close I I wasn't to my brother because, like, I didn't understand him. I was, like, I don't really know what to do for him. Um, And if any of us had that happen to us, it it really could have been any of us. So that was my funeral experience, just, like, pure like shock value of just yeah. like it came out of nowhere I, it really pointed out how much I didn't know mm. about things and it pointed out how much pain there is you know yeah. cause like in this situation it wasn't like oh natural it was like someone was like this life isn't worth it anymore yeah. and it just brought back up so many memories cause it's like almost directly tied to another moment I had but that's a story for another time um, but all to say like it really just showed me how short life can be and how important it is to really be there for people yeah because if you're not like like people can really feel like this isn't worth it and i think it really that's when i started thinking I, I really think that planet the the real seat there was a first seat and then this was like the second seat of like yo isaiah the most important thing you can be if you're not anything you you don't have to be great at everything but you have to be there for people and I think that was like really the heart of where Never Alone even came up in the first place like way back when so yeah that's that's my funeral story I think like one of the just even craziest things that
1: you were talking about was just how it's it's very real like to when just all the families together and just like trying to comfort or like They'll have their own ideas of, like, what's gonna make them feel better and it's just... I I, I feel like that's, that's, like, a Hallmark movie or something. Yeah. Or, <laughs> like, that happens where, we're like, no, we need to do this, we need to do this and it's just, like, he just comes out and he's like, guys, I, just, I need love. Yeah. Like, <sighs> please,
0: like, stop. Stop, not now. <laughs> yeah. Not the time.
1: Yeah. For real, that's real. It is. It is very real um, and I think, like, it's just cool to even hear the positive side of that where it's just... You know, with with death being such a such a hard thing, it's 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 it is really important just to like think about what's next and it, I, so I I had my uh, my uncle's funeral was today um, and we weren't super close but you know death just hits yeah <laughs> and it hits family and like it really just hurts I think everybody. Um, and I think it's just really hard for, for hope to come through and just for a vision of like good things and not, not because like he died and like we were close cause we, we weren't that close. Like I would only see him every Christmas and, um, like we didn't really even talk that much. Like we would talk about sports or something and like, I thought I mean, I didn't find out until today that he was like literally one of the smartest people like in the united states like he's straight up a a doctor of like i think it i think it's rocket science like he's straight up a rocket scientist like i found that out and he would go to like different countries like doing different things and being a like chief science officer of of companies and chief technology officer and like just, just all these crazy things that like he's just Uncle Charlie to me. <laughs> like <laughs> and he's, just, he's just like or I always saw him as like this super nerdy dude, which he definitely was, because like he was a rocket scientist. I found out, but like, um, hey, it was just really cool. I think even just to hear all the people just say such nice words about him and yeah. just talk about how much of a gentleman he was, and even just hear my cousins his his uh, they're they were actually his step his stepdaughter and his stepson. Um, But just to hear like them talk about him and how like he came into his, into their life when he was eight or when the, when the kids were eight and and six and, but just how like how loving he was to them and how caring he was and how many memories they had. And um, some of his colleagues came up and talked and like, I think it was definitely cool just to have uh, everything be on a positive note and I think just with funerals in general it's really important to have that like positive note and that that memory and just to really be I think reflecting on the great things that that we can remember about people for Um, but like it just still sucks Yeah. (laughs) like it's it's still just so hard and I think about my my aunt and just how much she must be going through. And I mean, he had cancer for a little bit before he passed away from a stroke. And um like, just even what she was going through all that time and how like, you know, it's, it, it definitely is really easy to, to even be thinking about myself. And like, one of my biggest fears is just getting that phone call of like, Hey, your mom passed away. Hey, you're dad passed away your stepmom your sisters your best friend what it, like whatever it may be um, and I'm not I'm not big into abandonment <laughs> I'm, I've had a lot of people abandon me throughout my life and it's uh, it's not something that I always like to go through and so that kind of me is just like the the permanent side of abandonment where it's just like I'm never gonna get them back and yeah. I'm never gonna see them again and Never going to be able to talk to him, And, um, you know, I went through this even a couple or like a month or two ago with my, my grandma or my, my stepmom's mom, um, my grandma, just same kind of thing. We weren't close, but just seeing my stepmom, seeing my uncles, seeing my cousins, even seeing my sisters, like my, my little sisters, nine and or eight and 11 at the time, just like crying and just like like, weeping okay. <laughs> over over that, and it's, like, it, it, I mean, we were all crying just because, like, of how raw and how real we all were just feeling, um, and, yeah, I think even just looking back on the day, like, it wasn't a great day, I mean, like, I had class, and, um, I had class after the funeral, and, um, and went to pick up a microphone and then played some played some Xbox just to kinda of get my mind off of things and then now we're talking about it and I think I'm just I'm definitely just pretty down, um, just after all that and even I I mean I'm trying to like tell myself like we weren't close <laughs> just to make myself not feel it but like I, I think that's just so disrespectful to the relationship even um, and it, it it's really easy for me to just push down those memories like you're saying and just push down like those emotions but um, I definitely think it's something that even just Mr. Rogers always like talked about and I, I didn't watch Mr. Rogers much but um, I just have heard a lot about his his life and his story and how he would talk about everything mm-hmm. and it was just it was very much so like you. You're, it's okay to feel the things you feel and if it's sad it's sad if it's glad it's glad and um, yeah it's not an easy topic to talk about and to really think about um, just because it's really sad to think about just people being away from you and people that you really care about to just leave your life for the good but um, I think just to try to even for myself and on a, on a little bit more of a positive note um, what kind of what kind of hope do you think we can give people as we're thinking about this what kind of hope do you think you can give me and maybe I can give you some and hopefully the people listening at home can feel hopeful after all this because I'm not feeling that hopeful yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I've I've like, never seen you this emotional, which you're not even that emotional, but you're not an emotional guy, and, um, like, just hearing about all that, I know that you're definitely not feeling great, <laughs> so, what, yeah. uh, what do you think we can, we can give people to just even give them a little glimpse of, of light at the end of the, the very dark, very long tunnel?
0: Yeah, so... I was hoping by the time we got to this moment, something was just going to pop in my head like a light bulb. But it, but it doesn't. And I, I, think that, in and of itself, is is a little bit of the hope of knowing that. I, don't think that getting through it revolves around just like doing the right things or just like having all these these right ideas. I think it's being real with yourself and being vulnerable enough to say like I, I think the biggest thing that i'm thinking of is just like how proud i am of you for even being able to talk about it and say like i'm not okay Mm -hmm. because the second you say i'm not okay or i'll put it like this i'll go back to my story my little brother wouldn't have had as much support as he did until the moment he said i I really can't get through this like he was the one who called my mom and in that moment my mom drove 300 plus miles just to come up and be like I'll do this for you counseled work Cancelled everything just, yeah. just to really hold on to them it's that old and saying of like the best best. Or the
1: only way to solve a problem is to admit that there is one or first step to solving a problem is to admitting that there is one
0: and and I think about the time that yeah we were all fighting and then he said mm-hmm. I, I need your support and then we listened again and, and I think it's on the support end, on on the if I were to think about someone feeling empty right now, or someone not even being hopeful, I think about people and I think about the reason why we're doing this is this idea that we we don't always feel great. Like yeah, I don't think that at any point in my life that I believe that life was just swell. <laughs> you yeah. know, like even now, things are pretty dope. And yeah. even there's still these moments of just like this sucks yeah. <laughs> right in the middle of like the best time ever. And, yeah. it, and I Absolutely. really just place so much emphasis or I would place so much on emphasis. I'll look this way for a bit and say, if you're going through it, reach out to people. I, I don't think that if, if you feel alone, bring people into that circle and say, I just need you. And if they're not doing the right things, because no one knows what to do in these moments. I like, yeah. think about me, I would love to tell my brother in the best way possible... I mean, possible. I would love for me to just say that right thing that cuts through to him and say, like... Here's here's your happiness. Here's this <laughs> nugget of knowledge that will cure everything. This will do it.
1: Here's this piece of understanding that you have never thought about. That
0: <laughs> cure all your yeah, illnesses just like, and your aches. It and will pain. reverse your tears. Your tears exactly. will go back... No. Man. After that, like... That whole time I was with my brother... At no point did I do anything in specific that answered anything that he was going through. When he asked me that question, I I didn't provide anything of value. But looking at it, like four, five, six months removed, however long it's been, our relationship isn't over. And I think it's even grown closer because here's a fun story. Um, Not necessarily related to hope, but related to an answer of what you can do about it. I think... It really is in how you carry yourself after that moment. Because if we can't avoid death, and that and that's something that's permanent and and just there, and we can't avoid pain, what can we do? You know, like what is something we can actually do about it? And I think the fact that at the time I actually had the hat (laughs) that you now own on my head, and before that moment, he never really asked me much about what I was doing but I remember he looked at that hat on that specific day and was like can you send me a hoodie one day and and was really like I I would love to have that message on me of never Mm. being alone and it, it was after this moment of like really feeling empty and feeling low and I think one thing I really took from that moment was that up to that time when I say like yeah we're just gonna do we're gonna fix the family we're gonna fix the world be positive he's yeah. like whatever bro but in that moment <laughs> where he was he was the most hurt I think he couldn't have appreciated more what it is that I, I was trying to push and yeah. I think that drew us closer and I think it's like when you start representing yourself as somebody who was there for people I think that is the sort of piece I, I think it is knowing that alright I can't change what just happened Yeah, but I'm still here and I know what that person would have wanted me to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What can I do to just help others who are still here, who are in that situation? Yeah. And and that's what I've been doing. That's that's yeah. that's the answer I took on of just like, just doing everything I can to just love people. Because yeah. then you start getting these messages from people that are just like, wow, like I, I was really hurting, but I really appreciate what you guys are doing. I, I was going through it, but <laughs> you guys did this. And now like, I feel a little bit of peace and happiness. And I think that's on the the back end for people who want to know how to help. But for the person themselves, for the person looking for hope, and it's like, well, what can I do? How can I get through this situation? I think it is by just realizing that you're, you still are here, you know? Like, you still have a shot and an opportunity. Like, one thing you said is, like, I can't talk to that person anymore. They're gone. I think that... That may may be physically true You can't necessarily Hold a conversation But I think you can still Interact with that person Like In in almost this like Spiritual way of like If if you know that person Really Wanted to promote something Like If if they were just here for Love or Whatever it may be Like Mm -hmm. The best way you could Possibly honor them Is by saying like I remember you Yeah Those good stories you You said Like We don't I've never met MLK Right Yeah But I know his name How is that People tell a story all the time. There's like, look yeah, at what this guy did. Like, he did all these great things. And, and there's a sense of, like, honor in that. Of like, let yeah. me tell you about my friend. You know, like, he's not here anymore. But he did great things. And, and that story lives on and on. And, like, you you said something about, uh, earlier about this idea that your story almost, like, lives past you. You know, yeah. like, this idea that once you're gone, there's things you did that are still here. Yeah. And I think there's things that your uncle did that are still here like he was a brilliant man he probably did so many things so i think one yeah. of the best things you can do is probably go to family to say like who was he yeah or ask them questions and, and really get to know him because i think that's a way of honoring him you know yeah of like really being able to understand what it is they were about who they were even given the aunt a chance of telling the good side of the story yeah because a lot of it is like they're gone but think about all the great things he did you know there's yeah. so much of his life that w- that was beautiful and, and i think there's hope in that of like mm-hmm. that story can inspire somebody that can inspire the next person who goes off to help so many people it, it can give you hope of knowing that his life wasn't for nothing like he lived yeah. a very strong life you know
1: yeah i think even just like when i when i just heard people talking about him today like just it was kind of funny because they they were just every one of them was talking about how much of a gentleman he was and how like he was he would hold a door open hold doors open and like do the small things of like stand in between when they're walking on the sidewalk stand in between the person and the street um, and just like all the small little things that you know you, you don't think about and even my, my cousin who's a guy was just like yeah he taught me how to be a man like he taught me how to shave and he taught me how to like do all of the little small things that you need to be a man and um and even like I, I held the door open when we were when we went back to my aunt's house for um for like the reception or whatever you want to call it but I went back to my aunt's house and he was saying that, or that I hold the door open for um for somebody in that. And they were like, "Oh, you are you being like you being like Uncle, uh, <laughs> you being like your uncle." And I was like, "Yeah, I guess I am." <laughs> like, um, and it's it's definitely cool to, I think, and I'm really grateful for just all the positive vibes that like we really put out because it's it definitely does suck, but you know, even just thinking about all the great things that he did and all the great legacy that he's gonna leave behind through um through my family through my cousins through even just his other kids like it's definitely cool to think about and I think even just one one other piece of encouragement that I think I can give as I as I listen to your story was just how I think it's just so important to like kind of think about the what now
0: yeah um
1: and even just... I mean, you kind of said that, but even just... That's that's kind of what your story was all about. <laughs> it's like, what now? Um, like, even just your brother, when he was... When his friend passed away, and it was like, okay, I'm feeling all these things. What now? And he talked about it. Yeah. Like, what now? I talked about it, and I'm still not getting any help. Yeah. <laughs> what now? I need to call my family out. <laughs> so I called him out. Um, and even just now, you, you thinking about, like where do i go from here like what what now am i going to do and just like how we've created this brand of never being alone and as as easy as it is to feel alone and even to isolate yourself like there's so many people that want to be with you and i i like just how it's it's just so important to think just recognize that and i think that's why i wear this stuff so much and why i wear hat so much is because i just as i'm walking around i need to need to be thinking that and i even think about i was at church on sunday and somebody came up to me and they're like hey you're never alone And i was like i appreciate that because i used to wear this shirt that said dude be nice mm-hmm. and people would always come up to me and be like dude be nice and like just yell it at me and I was always like that's so dumb why are you telling me to be am I not nice like what do you want what do you want from me I don't know but just like he was he was just like hey you're never alone and I've gotten that a lot like while wearing the stuff and like those are just things that you need to hear like yeah. like just hey I've got your back and even just our, our church leader when he was talking about he was talking about something and it was just he, he's he's new to the to leading the church and He's talking about how somebody came up to him and was just like, hey, we've got your back. Yeah. Like, we're with you. I'm there for you, heart, soul, and mind. Yeah. All the way. Like, it's it's just one of those things that, like, you need to hear when you're either going through death, when you're going through change, um, which death is definitely a big change, um, especially when that person is close to you. But, um, but, yeah, I think definitely, I think that's definitely a good place to end it on um just for today just how you know there there is a little bit of hope at the end of the long dark tunnel yeah. um just in thinking about where we where where we can be um but
0: yeah i would definitely say for anybody who's <laughs> still in the situation <laughs> so <laughs> we live at my mom's house and I
1: was like went up went up probably 40 minutes ago I was like hey mom we're going to be filming a podcast in probably 10 minutes so stop walking around and if I didn't say that I said if you could please stop walking around and just like because our floors are really really crookedy and or crackety and like very loud and she just opened the door and threw down something into the basement. <laughs> I think I needed that laugh though, so that's Amen. Hey, good it timing, was, mom. It was, it was some good timing. <laughs> and she's one of our few
0: viewers, so thanks <laughs> thanks when you listen to this tomorrow, Mom. Or yeah. well today I guess. She she probably will be one of the first ones to actually listen to it. Yes. Um, to end it out for you guys, I really just I wanna drill in that message that you really aren't alone like i think that's one of the biggest things you can feel in a situation like this Yeah, and i think the number one thing i would recommend is just reach out to somebody and say like can you be with me and you'll be surprised at what people would do in those moments yeah and i'll answer for myself like i know that that person you call may not even deal with it right like they may do something stupid that (laughs) even makes it worse amen but if they come like if you just say again like i need you to just be here for me right now I think you'll see surprising results mm-hmm. and just have faith in the people around you that they will be there for you no yeah. matter that matters
1: absolutely um if you guys have any comments, questions, concerns any ideas of how we can be uh continually getting better I mean I feel like we're definitely in a little bit of a swing of things and like this is number six I believe and we're, uh, we have a lot of good plans about keeping going with this but if you if you guys have anything just please let us know um, our Instagram is neveralone.proj so that's probably the easiest way just DM us um, but yeah if you guys have anything that you uh, that you can help us with please do because <laughs> we're still figuring all this <laughs> stuff out I say it every time but we, we're still figuring all this stuff out and we definitely need as much help as we can get so um, yeah let's uh, you know what Gotta end it on the classic three second freeze frame. Ready, set, go.
0: <laughs> Dude, you didn't even hold it for a second. <laughs> I was like I was like, did I even <laughs> move? You didn't even move. No no no, sit back
1: down, we're doing this right. No, we're doing this right. Three second freeze frame, ready set, go. I don't like this. Get off of me, you freak, <laughs> you weirdo. Why'd you come over here? <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, That was kind of nice. But I didn't like that.
0: (laughs) Weirdo. Stop it.